Thank you for tuning in to another episode of She Laughs, a podcast dedicated to bringing you honest and transparent viewpoints in this daily faith journey. Now join with me as we listen to T and Crystal discuss the latest. Hey everyone, it's your girl Crystal. Hey everybody, it's Tanisha. And welcome to another episode of She Laughs. Welcome back, welcome back. Welcome, welcome. How you doing T? Doing good, man. Yeah. Pretty much y'all, that's our check-in. Hey. <laughs> so we back. We here. Back with We eating good. One. It's Christmas. It ain't Christmas. By the time you guys hear this, it should be It's Christmas. It's not gonna be Christmas. It should be close to well no thanksgiving should have passed by it's now. christmas <laughs> so i'm gonna give it to it it will be close to christmas but it ain't christmas but you know what it's the correct month by the time you all hear this it will no longer be november which ain't christmas it's christmas y'all <laughs> so <laughs> i pray everybody had a wonderful thanksgiving holiday you guys got to enjoy Friends, family, loved ones, whoever love you. It's Christmas. Jesus. (laughs) Whoever love you, I pray that you were able to spend much needed time with them. Yes, 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 yes. Um, Y'all, it's my favorite time of the year, so y'all already know what I'm on. It's Christmas. (laughs) Christmas starts on November 1st for me. It's Christmas. (laughs) I am uh, definitely a holly jolly person. All year long, but when it comes to Christmas season, just it's just yeah, brings out the Christmas elf. <laughs> yes, it does, y'all. The unicorn like, turns into an elf. It she does. She most certainly does, and mm-hmm. I love it here. Okay. Yeah. You know, so, so a quick, quick church announcements before we continue. You guys, after this episode, we are taking our holiday break. Okay. Yes. So after this episode, it's holiday break time. You know, you guys know how we do. So we won't be returning until the new year. So so after this, we're going to be back January the 7th. So you guys govern yourselves accordingly. Mark your calendars down. And yeah, just want to so, make that quick church announcement. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. See you in 2022. Feliz Navidad. Happy Kwanzaa. <laughs> All that good stuff. All of that. <laughs> anyway, Crystal, what's your quotable for today? Um, so my quotable for today is as follows. And it says, it's okay to be sad after making the right decision. Some right decisions actually hurt because it may take you away from your conveniences or comfort zone. Mm. Y'all, I love that quotable. Um, I think we tend to, or I used to tend to think that anytime I made the right decision, especially if it was not just the right decision, quote unquote, morally, but the right decision for me, right? that um, it would always come with a sense of satisfaction or a sense of pride approval. or approval, joy. Um, all of the good stuff, you just think a good feeling, right? Um, but oftentimes, sometimes making the right decision, especially as you get older and you unlearn a lot of things. Mm, that's a good word um, right there, unlearn. Yes, unlearn a lot of things um, and break certain cycles. It's not always comfortable. It's not always easy. And you do cry. Um, and I'll be honest and just transparent in my own walk. These last two years, I have definitely found myself crying from right choices and good choices, but they weren't convenient, nor were they comfortable, nor were they choices that I enjoyed making. There was no enjoyment in them at all. Um, but they were necessary. Um, and I think 
when you have to make necessary choices, um, people don't tell you about the other side of the work of that, that with that now and with the healing, um, you can cry. Um, you can, you can be hurt by the fact that you even had to make the choice in the first place. Um, and even though you're proud of yourself for making those choices, um, uncomfortable, being uncomfortable is, is, is never a fun place to be in. So, um, yeah, that's my quotable and it's going to go with, All right. with today's subject, but we're going to get to that. All right. So mine are. There are times when your best move is not to say anything about it and just let God fight your battles. Ooh, child. <laughs> Which is funny, goes very much so along with your quotable about making the right and best decisions for yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, sometimes taking a, a, um, a stance of silence. <laughs> Is something you may not want to do. Yeah. But it really is the best decision (laughs) to make. And just let God handle whatever needs to to be be handled handled. (laughs) at that moment in time. Honestly. It's one of those. (laughs) I'm going to go to jail. (laughs) If I handle it. If if I take this on. So I'm just going to be silent. And let the Lord fight my battles. Yes. So that's my quotable. Yes. Yes, Lord. All right. So, so what's this topic that we got there, ma'am? Y'all, it's a topic. Uh, it's going to be like a dagger for me, but hey, <laughs> uh, we're going to, you know, we're yeah, going to get through it. Together. We're going to get through it. Uh, we're going to talk about being a people pleaser. Hmm. Mm. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. Just, just say ouch now. I'm going to say ouch. I'm going to be telling on myself a lot in this episode. <laughs> uh, if you didn't know the unicorn uh, before, if you didn't know who I am, Crystal Charmaine, if you're not following me, okay, because you should know me because I'm very open and transparent, um, you will. <laughs> <laughs> After this. <laughs> So, guys, uh, we're talking about being a people pleaser, especially being a people pleaser raised in the church. Oh, yeah. Um, Hi, my name is Crystal Charmaine, and I am an Enneagram 2. Yes. Um, For those of y'all that don't know what that is, look it up. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Enneagram 2s are usually people pleasers. At heart, um, we're naturally that. Uh, however, while that is definitely naturally my inclination, though being a people pleaser, I definitely was taught that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but also being raised in a religious or Christian household, you can definitely um, train your children and yourself. Yeah. Into being a people pleaser. Um, There's a lot of religious mindset that goes into that. And we're going to delve into that today. Um, I think I wanted to touch on that because of that religious mindset. And I I, I realized there's a lot of memes and thinkings and mindsets that goes around that people think um, because you're a Christian that you have to always make other people feel comfortable. Happy. And yeah, happy. Don't make them upset. Um, which is interesting to me now. Because when I was younger, um, even in the early days of my walk as a Christian, um, I thought that's what you should do. A Christian should be loving, kind, nice right at all times at all times and here's the thing you can be all of those things and be direct yes you can be all of those things and be um set boundaries yes you can be all of those things and still have a certain standard and for some reason or somewhere along the line what we got um twisted is that being a Christian means that in order to always 
be looked at as a Christian, as somebody who is a lover of Christ and a follower of Christ um, and a good, quote unquote, whatever that means, a good person that I always make other people feel comfortable. And so by doing that, I then don't have boundaries for my own self. Right. And because I don't have boundaries for my own self, um, then I'm always accommodating other people. Hence, people pleaser. Yep. So essentially, a people pleaser is someone who is always, and I mean always, it is the first thing on our mind is not how do other people view me. We're not worried about that. But how can I make sure everyone else is comfortable? Yep. Okay. How can I make sure that they're not offended? How can I make sure that they're not crying? How can I make sure that they're not their feelings aren't hurt? How can I make sure that they like me? How can I make sure that they see that I'm a good person? Mm-hmm. It's always how can I make sure over there that they see me as such and such? Right. Okay. Um, and so you're constantly worried about how other people are viewing you. And so you're always making sure that they're well taken care of. Um, and it can literally um, throw you into like a spiraling moment um, to where you will plot things down to like minimal or minute details yeah. um, to make sure that everyone is safe, yeah, that everyone's okay. Well, I can't sit so-and-so by so-and-so because this person doesn't like this person or they'll do this or they'll do that. Who cares? I'm sorry. It took me a long time to get there, but who cares? Um, and yeah, <laughs> I'm so telling on myself. I'm hey, tell- we're transparent <laughs> over here. So we, we really are, but you know, I, I spent, um, I'm, I'll be 36 in April. I spent whew, the better part of 34 years of my life making sure everyone around me was okay. If something fell apart, Crystal would be the first one to run and fix it. Um, a people pleaser is the one who doesn't allow balls to drop because they're the, going to be the one to catch all of them. Mm-hmm. Because I need to make sure that everyone that is attached to me is okay. Yes. We don't stir up mess because, you know, we're taught. And old school people, y'all are relate, relate to this. We're taught to sweep everything under the, the rug. rug. Mm-hmm. So, therefore, we don't tend to stand up for ourselves. Um, we're, we, we really don't like confrontation. Um, now, I have learned to be confrontational and that is not a bad word which I'll explain in a minute um, I've learned to be confrontational I have learned to be direct those are things I had to teach myself um, I have learned how to seek conflict resolution um, even my mom and I've had conversations about how she wasn't taught conflict resolution and so she didn't instill it in me right so those are things I had to actually um, seek for myself and, and teach myself. And I started really going after that in my middle mid 20s and stuff of trying to have conversations and hard conversations. And I'm a big proponent of hard conversations and putting in place boundaries. Um, and what I realize is we now live in a day and culture where some people boundaries are OK for them. They they naturally T is one of those. She she don't mind putting a boundary up. Sure don't tell. Okay. If she says she ain't going to do something, she ain't going to do it. And she peer pressure is not going to get her to waver. And that is one of the things I admire the most about T. She, she, she don't care nothing about that. She, you're not going to play to her emotions because she's going to immediately see that you're manipulating her. And she will tell you where to get off. Yep. Whereas me, uh, being a people pleaser, 
Um, if someone was in, in the past would play to my emotions, it would make me feel like I'm a bad person. Yeah. It would make me feel like, oh, well, I mean, I really could. Right. Because that mindset is really, honestly, deep rooted in insecurity and a yes. need for everybody's approval. That's what that mindset is rooted in. Everyone's approval. Everyone's approval All the and time. insecurity. All the time is, is, is you're, you're constantly needing everyone to approve of you. Um, but what people really don't understand and what I had to learn, um, is you don't need it. You don't need it. Um, and God doesn't want you to live that way. No. And so, um, it's that religious, that Lord, religious, religious mindset can push you into that, well, you're supposed to be a Christian. And we take that as always making people feel comfortable, but Christianity is, in its essence, uncomfortable. Yes, it is. The symbol is a cross that someone died on. Like, come on. I, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, that, I don't understand how more uncomfortable you can get with that. That's our symbol. We wear it proudly on our necklaces we put it on t-shirts tattoo it on our body yes like it, it's a it's a cross that someone died up on okay is is our symbol but we forget that christ himself was a confrontational figure yes he was very confrontational he's loving yes and he's confrontational like he was the one that literally said, hey, you know, uh, casting demons out. That's confrontation. Yes, it is. And on the, a loving person would have been like, hey, demons, y'all want to leave now, please? Yeah. <laughs> this people, uh, if, if a people pleaser like me went up to those demons and, and in the mindset that we now have with Christians of you're a Christian so you're supposed to you know cater to to me and and not make me feel bad and everything because I'm living with all of these demons and I'm living with all of these mindsets and all of these thoughts and all of this toxic um thought process and all of this stuff so you have to love that out of me which there are some spirits that you're supposed to love out of a person yes there, there are yes that that's scripture and everything but it's also scripture that says to snatch snatch them out so had that been me, and I walked up to that demon uh, of the man that was in the um, what was it the uh, that he cast into the pigs? Oh goodness, oh, Lord. the man in the caves. Then the people pleaser that I am would have been like, "Hey, I think y'all want to the right. region. Y'all <laughs> might want to vacate the pre the premises, maybe. Please, please. You know, if you if you don't mind, if you don't mind, if it's okay with you." Yeah, and I'll, today, if not today, maybe tomorrow. Please, you know, could you? Um, but that's that's what a people pleaser is, and that's not what we as Christians are called to be and stuff. So we tend to focus on the loving part of Jesus, and we, you know, people will put stipulations on. Well, you're a Christian, and you you're supposed to be loving. Because Jesus was loving. And so because you're supposed to be loving, you're supposed to, this is how you're supposed to love me. <laughs> when you don't even know how to love yourself. But that's another topic for another day. Where a parent, which is Christ, literally tells his children, I love you. And because I love you, I can't allow you to do X, Y, and Z. That's confrontational. Yep. So earlier I said I was going to talk about that word confrontation because a lot of times people are like, well, I don't like it. And as a people pleaser, we don't like confrontation. We hate that word. It's uncomfortable. I hate confrontation. What people don't realize about me is I hate setting boundaries. Um, these last three years, mm -hmm. 2018 to now. I have had to put in place boundaries and stick by them in ways. And when I say it was so uncomfortable, I had to um, hold my boundary. 
and I couldn't depend on anybody else to hold my boundary or my standards or anything for me but Crystal. Like I couldn't I couldn't depend on any of my friends to come to my rescue. I couldn't depend on family to come to my rescue or to have my back. Like I had to I literally me and God, Crystal had to have her own back. Mm. Crystal had to be willing to say, I'm not going to accept X, Y, and Z. Now, if you a people pleaser out there, you will relate to me at how uh, horrifying that is. <laughs> it's it, uncomfortable, man. Like, you probably just did a whole mouth gulp like I just did. But, like, outwardly, people would be like, oh, she's so confident and all of this about that. Inwardly, I I, I, I was like, God, help me. Kevin Hart, help me. Please, <laughs> help me. And everything. Because... The people pleaser in me, when you're when you set boundaries and even the word confront, what you have to be willing to understand is that people aren't gonna always like it. You would hope that they would. You would hope that they would love you enough to 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 respect it or to understand it. But a lot of times your boundary doesn't need or um it does not need someone's understanding, right? Nor does it need someone's approval. It literally just needs to be set. And that's really hard for us as people pleasers because for us, we're, our first inclination is to make other people comfortable. So now to set a boundary. You feel like you're setting an ultimatum, but you're not. Yes. It, yeah. see, it feels like an ultimatum when literally a boundary is saying, I'm putting up a fence with a gate. And some of these fences don't have gates because I'm 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 protecting not only myself but you because there are certain areas that I don't want to go. And other areas have fences and gates because hey I see these these things are going certain ways. So hey there's a certain standard. If you want to come higher then you can go to another level. Right. You can come you can come a little closer. That that's what makes it a boundary not an ultimatum. You are allowing people the choice. Now, if you choose something opposite the boundary, this is what comes with it. If you choose my boundary, this is what comes with it. Yes. But the uncomfortableness as a people pleaser, you feel like, well, I'm forcing them to know. No, you're not. No. You are giving them multiple choice. (laughs) Yes. One of these is the wrong answer. One of these is correct. That's literally it. That's it. But people will make you feel like you're giving them an ultimatum. Yes. And I I remember um and, and y'all uh, yeah this we talking honestly honestly my heart goes out to whoever is listening listening to this that also is a people pleaser really I want you to hear my heart you have grace with yourself because the, the this is. Uh, this is not something easily learned, um, but there's going to come a time where the only person that can stand up for you is you. Yes. Okay. Um, nobody else can do it for you. And I, I remember um, having a conversation with my brother, Wilson, and we were just talking. Um, and I said, Wilson, I, I had finally come to a point where I knew I had to stand up for myself. And even if my knees buckled, as long as I didn't crumble over, I would be okay. But they could be shaken. They could want to give out. Mm-hmm. But as long as they didn't, I had to hold it for me. Because you have to hear me, people pleasers. You have to get to a point where if you will not do it for yourself, then when children come along, you will not do it for them. You won't know how to put boundaries in place with your family. You will not know how to put boundaries in place with your friends. 
you most certainly will not know how to do it with strangers because you will always be worried about um, making sure everyone else is comfortable. And so the children that you can control will then be sacrificed up under the weight of the things you can't control that you're trying to appease. So basically you're saying the mindset of people pleasing is basically a silencer of your mouth. Yes. It keeps you shut. Yes. I, um, it's funny that you said that because I I remember, um, I have videotapes of me as a child. Um, I was very talkative. My mom said I was always talkative. I didn't even think I was that talkative, but I, I, I was. And then somewhere along the lines, um, when I got a little bit older, I stopped talking as much. Um, I got quieter. Mm-hmm. I didn't readily share my thoughts as um, much. I could be opinionated, but I, I didn't share those opinions. Um, I wasn't as vocal. And so I remembered in uh, college, uh, I was staying in Maryland Circle. Y'all know where that is, Columbus State University. Stand up. Um, But I remember praying to God. um, I said, Lord, uh, I want you to give me my voice back because I was a singer. I used to sing. Um, I used to sing and I used to play the clarinet. And I said, God, um, give me my voice back. Now, when he gave me my voice back, I did not expect I meant singing, but I didn't clarify. Careful I didn't, what you pray for. I did not clarify. Okay. Um, and he gave me my voice back, but he didn't give me just my singing voice back. He gave me back the voice of four and five year old Crystal, who was able to vocalize immediately um, what she did and did not want. Right. Um. I could call my Aunt Linda today and she said, she remembers, she'll tell a story. She said, you were like three and I had you out with um, with me and you looked at me and you said, that's not good for Crystal. And I just laughed. She said, I just laughed because you knew that's not good for you. Yep. And vocalized and, it. And you vocalized it. And now here I am at 35 and I'm finally now at a place where Crystal can say, and be okay with saying that's not good for Crystal. Mm. And understand that that is not selfish of me to say that's not good for Crystal. Yes. That, that's that word. The key word is selfish. Because as a people pleaser, what we tend to think is if we're saying that we need a thing and it makes somebody else uncomfortable, that we're being selfish. But you're being selfish and not saying it. It's literally the the opposite. Yes, because what ends up happening, and y'all know, people pleasers that we are, what ends up happening is you hold on to it for so long that you end up blowing up on the people later and they don't understand why. Because you're not vocalizing your needs and you're pleasing everybody else, but your own needs aren't getting fulfilled. But even the pleasing, you were, you're manipulating yes. so that people will like you. So it's selfish in that regard as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, yeah, she touched on another part of that. That is a form of manipulation. Because you're molding yourself to be something that everybody else likes. Yes. Hear me again. You're forming yourself to be something that everybody else likes but you. So at what cost are you are you willing to keep doing that? And I'm gonna be honest <clears throat> Once you learn your identity, which is something that Apostle has spent years now teaching us. Um, but once you learn your identity, once you come to know yourself um, in Christ, it's very hard for anybody else to tell you who you are. 
and you find yourself not wanting to bend or bow yeah, to anyone word. else. Mm-hmm. Because that's what a people pleaser is doing. Even though it's a form of manipulation, what you're essentially doing is bending and bowing to somebody else and saying, I will bend, I will bow to make sure you're okay because I'm not good enough to stand up for myself. So you're entering into idolatry. Yes. Now I idolize everybody else and their opinions. Yep. I idolize everyone else and their views. I idolize everyone else and how how um what they think of me. And when you come become free of other people's opinions, when you become free of needing anybody else's agreement, which Lord Jesus, when I became free of that, of realizing that I, I didn't need somebody to agree with me for me to be okay, that I was confident in just being you, just being me. You can think I'm lame. Cool. Not a problem. Not a problem. You can think I'm weird. Cool. You can think I'm nerd. Cool. Jesus freak. All of that. I am. Cool. Whatever. Whatever you want to call me. Confrontational, which I don't understand why y'all get triggered by that word. But I realize that people only get triggered by things that you see a reflection of yourself of. I'm glad you said that. I just thought of... Bowing to the opinions and views of others means you're bowing to their standard, which keeps you in a constant mind state of unrest. Mm. You can have no peace of mind Mm -hmm. when you're bowing to other people's standards. No. Because you don't know whether you're coming or you're going, you, you're losing your mind. And then you have the audacity to blame the person for you losing your mind. Yeah. Because you've placed them on a pedestal. Mm-hmm. You have decided to value their feelings and their thoughts over the standards that you're supposed to be upholding, which are supposed to be Christian standards. Yes. And then you twist and pervert that. Christian standard and say well God says that I'm supposed to love others he said love others he didn't say value them yeah he didn't say put them on a pedestal Christ himself came to help but he always said in his word his first thought is to please his father yes I live to please my father that's it I came to help but I live to please my father so if it goes against that, I ain't going to do it. I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. And as people pleasers, you allow that word to be perverted and twisted and contorted to mean I'm supposed to just make everybody else happy. Yes. I'm supposed to do what everybody else. Like, like, like Crystal said, don't touch that area because it makes them uncomfortable. So I'm supposed to be okay while you sit in your filth. Yes. As long as I don't make you uncomfortable, which people don't understand. The reason why it's uncomfortable is because you're supposed to do something about it. Thank Jesus. Come on now. Cuts hurt because that's your body's way of letting you know, (laughs) hey, pay attention to this area right here. Yes. We got something going on. We need to fix this. That's how the body works. That's the meaning of pain. Yes. That's why there's pain. But we would rather... I don't want anybody to be, well, you know, I just, and then then we have a tone to it. (laughs) Well, you know, I don't want to step on anybody's toes. Yeah. I don't want to make anybody uncomfortable. Yep. I don't want anybody to get the wrong idea. Mm -mm. If they already have set in their mind, they don't like what you're going to say. It doesn't matter how you word it. It doesn't matter how you place it. Not at all. They are going to take it how they want to take it. Y'all, let me tell you, I've literally written out verbatim statements to people, listed it, 
broke it down, <laughs> given supporting evidence and yeah. final thoughts. And they still said I was deflecting. And I was like, Jesus, how? Yeah, that's because they didn't want to understand you. How, Jesus? I, I literally ex- I literally addressed. They didn't each and every concern to understand you. They didn't want to understand you. So, so literally, but see, here's the thing. Notice that I said, I literally wrote it out. Yep. The supporting and final thoughts. That's a people pleaser for you. Yeah. Let me address, I want to address every everything. single thing because I don't want to leave anything out. I don't want to leave anything out. I don't want said. you to say what you literally just said when I was done with my thesis. <laughs> <laughs> because I want to make sure that I cross every T. I want dot every I because I don't want to. Ha- yeah. Come on. I want to make it. Of just, I'm just going to say what needs to be said and be done. Now, there is a way to do things in love because you're supposed yes. to do them in love. Your job or your thought and intent is to not offend. Always. Always. It should never be to offend somebody. But you cannot control offensive people. Because there are people out here who live in offense daily. And I do not take that word lightly. No, they live in offense daily. Their stance on life is your job is to make sure I'm as comfortable as possible. Yes, God. Don't ever make me upset. Don't ever trigger me. Don't ever make me mad. Don't ever make me cry. Don't ever make me want to just... Be a better person. Don't ever challenge me. Don't ever challenge my thought process. And they love a people pleaser. Oh, because a people pleaser will be mute. They love it. So look, cautionary tale for y'all people pleasers like me. Once you come out of that, be prepared. Be prepared. You can say things in the nicest tone. The the fact that you said anything at all. People going to be like... (gasps) It's a it's a problem that you dare to open your mouth because they're not used to you standing up for yourself. So the fact that you just stood up, the fact that you just stood up, is is, is a huge issue. I'm telling you to stand anyway. Yes, please stand anyway. Your knees will shake. Stand anyway. And can I can I call a little bit of um <laughs> go ahead again the audacity that some people pleasers have because I know <laughs> they're hearing this and they're in their mind, well, I just can't do that. Okay, but then let's 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 add a little devil's advocate advocate here. When you see someone doing wrong and you hear that they've had accomplices. And you have the audacity out of your mouth to say, well, the accomplices should be held accountable as well. But you and your people pleasing self won't hold your friends or your family accountable to anything that they do or say. How dare you? How dare you people want the workers or employees of people (laughs) like R. Kelly to go to jail, but you won't speak up your own self? About things in your own life. Please be quiet. Please be quiet. Your own family. Please be quiet. Be all the way quiet. quiet. Be all the way mute. Because these people who didn't speak up were people pleasers as well. Yes. Yes. But you are so (laughs) twisted in your thinking. Yes. Like you, I've heard whole conversations. Thought pieces about how they should be held accountable. But you yes. won't speak up. Yes. You won't challenge your friend group. No. You won't challenge your family members. Well, that's none of my business. You won't challenge your co-workers. I'm going to just stay out of it. Well, if it suits you, keep well, that you same like, keep yeah. that same energy. Well, they seem happy. So if I'm you like gonna, it, I love it. Keep that same energy. There you have it. That, those are all people pleaser moves. Those are all people pleaser moves, y'all. And I'm and look, I'm not trying to get on y'all because I'm literally sitting up here and telling y'all I was a people pleaser. I still struggle with wanting to people please. 
there are still times I have talked to T and I was like, you know what? Maybe I should just, and T, T's like, no, 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 no. I was like, it would just be easier if everybody do it. If I, if I just, no, no, no. I'm telling y'all, but you gotta, you, you, you have to. That come out of that mindset, y'all. Come out of that mindset. And for y'all that think that because I'm a Christian, okay? Because, well, you're a Christian, you shouldn't do da 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 Because you love the Lord. Because you love the Lord. Let me tell you, I do love the Lord. But I can also read you from Genesis to Revelation and Hebrews and hieroglyphics. Please do not try me. Old crystal, people pleasing crystal, didn't know how to stand up for herself in love. Old crystal, people pleasing crystal, didn't know how to stand up for herself at all. Yeah. But this new crystal that loves the Lord, knows who she is in Christ, can love you and tell you where to go and bless you all at the same time. Yes. And not not want you to come to any harm. It's no malice at all in my heart towards you. I really do. I, I want you to prosper and prosper well, baby. Prosper and prosper well. You just can't do it at my table. Yeah. Because when T and I started this thing, when we came back to y'all, we said there is a standard. And people pleasers. You have to understand there is a standard on your life and not everybody can be attached to you. That's something I had to learn. That's why you got to put boundaries in place. Yeah. We don't like that. Especially, I'm going to be honest, telling them also, being a people pleaser and being prophetic don't go together. <laughs> no, they don't. Baby, <laughs> they do not. Because you're going to prophesy your own feelings and emotions towards they, other I, people. I promise you, you will probably... I, I, <laughs> Only give them happy prophecies. <laughs> That's it. You just gonna be happy when and everything. And the Holy Spirit means is a warning. Yes, is it not. Well, you can. Prophetic is not just a warning. You can prophesy happy stuff and good things to come. Um, it also means to build up. Now, people say you're supposed to edify me, which does mean to build up. But building up doesn't mean just telling you good things. Build up means giving you structure. Yeah. So if you ain't got a structure in place, baby, I got to put it in there for you. Right. So if I'm telling you, hey, you ain't on your job. You're not doing what you're supposed to be doing. That's, That's technically that is edifying you. Yeah, it is. I'm building you up to prepare you for where you're supposed to go. That's called accountability. So, um, but there being prophetic, we call to be direct and being a people pleaser, you don't want to be direct. And a lot of times what I, I realized, I was like, Lord, well, now in the, in the episode before this, how I told y'all, I, I'm glad I ain't an intercessor. <laughs> That's Tanisha John. <laughs> but what I didn't say is I told Lord, I ain't want to be no prophet. I, ain't I, I, don't, I don't want to have her gifting the same way she don't want mine. <laughs> I'm good on that. I'm good on that uh, because I'm a people pleaser <laughs> and prophetic people have to be direct with you. And when the Holy Spirit is telling me, Hey, I need you to tell them if they don't get out of that woman's bed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If they don't get out that woman's bed, something going to happen. Yeah. And you like, Lord, I don't want to tell them that. Because uh, it ain't going to go good. I, I know this person. I know that's your child. But I know this person. They, they ain't going to like me after this. <laughs> they going to call me all types of stuff. They going to say I'm all in their business. They, uh, yeah, I'm trying to control their life. I, I really don't care who in their bed, Lord. I just don't tell me. No, I need you to tell them. Hey. Yeah. That's a trap. And you try and you go to them with love and you say, hey, that's a trap. Mm -hmm. Now you do with that what you will. But that's a trap. A people please don't want to have that conversation with you. I'm going to be honest. One thousand percent. We don't want we don't want to. 
But profit has to. So being people pleaser and a prophet, God was like, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> that's not going to mix. I, I'm going to need to get that on out, your girl. <laughs> You're going to have to set up some boundaries. You're going to have to renew some of these mindsets. Yes. You're going to have to have some of these conversations. You're going to have to upset some of these people who think that they know you, but they don't. Because they've, you've never, here's the thing. It's not that they never have wanted to get to know you, but people pleaser, you've never given them a chance to get to know you. Right. Because you're always bending you're and bowing. always bending. So you change depending on your friend group. Thank you. You're like a camouflage. I can go with this one. I can go with that one. And God is like, uh, uh, you going to make a decision? Yeah. Who who are you? Who is Crystal? That's why I said I am Crystal Charmaine. Because I know who I am. Right. I am. I am. You'll catch that in a minute. T final call. call. <sighs> Lord, that was deep. Um <laughs> I wasn't trying to go. There, I, but you know. I, I, I can't really have too many final thoughts because I don't know the struggle of a people pleaser. Um, I just know that it is not to your benefit, nor is it to the benefit of the people that you are pleasing. Mm-hmm. Um, I, it's just, I really challenge those. If you know that that's you, that that word again, be disciplined enough. To come out of that. Crystal used the word in the beginning of this podcast. Unlearn. I love that word. Because it holds accountability to yourself. Yes. So be willing to unlearn. That mindset. Which you may have been taught. Or may just have come. Out of a traumatic experience. You may have had as a child. Or a teenager or whatever. Mm -hmm. But be really be willing to unlearn that. Because you are really setting yourself up to be in idolatry. Yes. You are now making the values and feelings of people your God. Mm-hmm. And that is how you move from day to day. And God's like, where's room for me? Yes. In that. Yes. You've etched me out. Yes. Because you don't want to be called the bad person. Everybody else is your God. Yes. So, yeah, those are my final thoughts. Please be willing to unlearn that mindset. Um. My final thoughts, y'all. I, I'm praying for y'all because I, I these these last three years, y'all. If I could, if I could go through it with y'all, and, and one day I might teach about it or um, do a class or, or something um, just for my people pleasers, my Enneagram twos. Huh. Uh, <laughs> that would be good. I, I think I well, I'd support everything, but I think that would be great doing a class because. The fact that it took you three years to get there, it's a testament to this ain't going to be easy. Um, And it's hard work, but you have to be willing to do the work. And it's your love of Christ. Yes. That makes you willing to do the work. And that's all Christ wants. Yes. Do you love me enough to change that about yourself? Yes. And and y'all, when I say y'all got to show up. You got to show up um, because for a people pleaser, standing up for yourself is is like your ultimate fear. Yeah. And I remember uh, Song Stay. I, I called on the Lord all night long and I wouldn't let go. Yeah. Okay. Now says till he blessed my soul I'm a witness that he came through now let me tell you I called on the Lord all night long okay I was crying <laughs> <laughs> I said hey hey bruh <laughs> I don't want to do this <laughs> I'm done um I, 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 I just this is wildly uncomfortable I feel like everything 
is entirely my fault. Just for, listen to me y'all, just for standing. Okay? But I am a living witness. He will come through. And when you stand up for yourself, baby, whoever you are, ma'am of God, man of God, trust me, he will always be right there beside you. But you got to do it. You, you, you got to. So um, my thoughts are with you. My prayers are with you. I, I more than likely will do a class. Now, when that is, I have no clue. Yes, that's the Lord's. <laughs> we, we just, just gonna, <laughs> just gonna put this out here. But y'all can, y'all can reference back to well, she said December the twenty twenty one. Yes, I did, and so because I know it's in me, and I know my heart, uh, and I understand. Like T said, to go through that, and it took three years. And and I say three years because it was concentrated that last little bit. But I understand also that it took God literally. If I look back, I can track all thirty five years how He was prepping me, prepping me for these last three years mm-hmm. to go through that. Um, but once you do, it, it's it's a difficult process, but it's a necessary one. Y- you'll be all right. Difficult, but not impossible. You, you, you'll be all right. Yeah. But until next time, until the new year. Where they gonna find you at Crystal? <laughs> you can find me on IG at I am Crystal Charmaine or Facebook Crystal Charmaine. And you guys can find me. Facebook is Tanisha Williams and Instagram is she is Tanisha J. Happy New Year! Merry Christmas. <laughs> Thanks again for listening. We hope that you were blessed by today's discussion. To keep up with the latest on the She Laughs podcast, be sure to subscribe on most major streaming platforms. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. If you feel led to donate, please send donations to paypal.me forward slash she laughs. And don't forget to send us your questions as well. We'd love to hear from you. As always, stay blessed.